Yeah, hold that, please. Level five, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to attend the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to attend the Channelized Bing Bingus at the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And this is Max Rushton. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon show. Yeah, Max was with us, so we caught up. We had a bit of a chat, didn't we? We did, yeah, in the easy chair. Very nice. Yeah. I've had a lovely day, Paul. We had some very interesting news stories. Absolutely. Which we brought you. Uh, we were joined by Steve Archibald, one of my favourite players from back in the day at Tottenham, uh, former Spurs striker. He's doing some shows in Edinburgh. He talked Harry Kane and more. He was on good form. He was, sounds like him. a lovely, well-rounded gentleman. He certainly did. Lovely fella. Uh, John Ketley joined us. Another lovely fella. Yeah. Burnley man, uh, sorry, Burnley fan, weatherman, not Burnley man, weather fan. <laughs> Although that actually does it work. It all works. He, um, the thing about John is we tried to get him a job at Turf yeah, Moor. He wasn't that interested. No, we had three options. You'll hear those. Um, and we had the birthday spread. We did. What a game. Here it all is. First, I should say good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, good afternoon Matt. Paul, but yeah. we have no time to dwell because it is all over in the Brisbane Stadium in the Women's World Cup. And as big a shock as you will ever get in this tournament, Faye Carruthers has been watching for TalkSport. Faye, what's happened? Wow, wow, wow. South Korea won, Germany won. A massive shock in Brisbane. The two-time world champions are out of the Women's World Cup at the group stages for the first time in their history. It's finished. South Korea won, Germany won. One of the favourites are out of the Women's World Cup. Thank you, for Yeah, what a shock. Uh, and they're out because of what happened in the other game in Perth. Jeff Peters was watching for TalkSport. Jeff? Yeah, Morocco won, Colombia nil. An extraordinary story. Morocco, the second lowest-ranked team in the tournament, their first-ever World Cup. Incredible scenes on a dramatic evening in Perth as both go through. Morocco won, Colombia nil. It probably seems unfair, this, Max, on the face of it, but the, the women's team of 41 years on should uh, have to pay for this. Up. It's yeah. karma. Mm. Um, listeners of a certain vintage may remember the disgrace of Hihon <laughs> yeah. when West Germany and Austria carved up a game. They'll be dancing in the streets of Algiers this <laughs> evening uh, off the back of this result. I don't know if that's what happened in the Morocco Colombia game, but as soon as Morocco went 1 0 up, they probably were just tapping it about the back because neither of them would have wanted a goal, would they? No, that's true. But. Had Germany scored, it wasn't quite. No. It's not quite not disgrace quite. of Hihon levels. They didn't no. know because the whole point was Algeria and Chile, I think, had played the day before mm. or, or whatever it was in 1982. I, I had a different side of you there, Paul. I'm really wanting the Germans to go out because of what happened in 1982. Well, it's Maybe it's your strict sense of fairness. A dish best served cold. Yeah, so, but anyway, so, that is. Well, I mean, look, I, I, it opens it up for England. Yeah, um, it does. Which is which is really what it's and, all about. And I know that every time there's a women's tournament, people sort of ask cliched 
questions like, is this a turning point for the women's game? And what you want to do is get to a stage where nobody asks those yeah. banal questions again. But speaking to people who are, you know, much more closely, uh, you know, involved with women's football and are at this tournament are saying that this is the tournament where there are yeah. upsets, where, yeah. you know, teams are beating each other. There's not millions of cricket scores. And that is great. It's great that Brazil are out. It's great that Germany are out. US aren't playing that well. Yeah. Suddenly, we, if we get, if we take the words home coming and it's in Ma. some in just some or, I don't know what the order is <clears throat> I but I know should. there's a way of saying that yeah. which means you can be optimistic about a trophy yeah I mean but. somebody will be hoping we go all the way will be Neil Diamond because still <laughs> those, well, yeah. because we'll be hearing that song quite we a lot do, more yeah. I would imagine as we get close hopefully to the final yeah. it must be nice that Neil's gaff he, I imagine it's a bit like Tony Soprano he kind of walks down to his front gate I doubt if he has a letterbox you think a golden so, dressing gown I think he sort of shuffles down to his letterbox mm. in the morning and he opens it and he's got an envelope and uh, check for a I don't know X amount of thousands of dollars going Oh, England got to the final of the Women's World Cup. They all live on the same street. Badil and Skinner on either side. And yeah. then, you know... Um, like a sort of uh, football kick, song, Stella who, Street. Who did Vindaloo? Vindaloo you know. uh, fat Les. Yeah, Fat, fat Les. Les, he lives <laughs> up the road. Yeah, he's sort of, you know... They all he's, he's in a slightly smaller house, yeah. isn't he? Then, obviously, New Order. You know, Peter Hook's down that end yeah, as well. Hookie's up the end. He's John at number Barnes. 15. Hookie's at number John 15. John Barnes is upstairs in the attic. Yeah, still rapping. That's, what a street that Won't let him be. out until yeah. he finishes. He gets it right. Slightly off topic. Oh, yeah. I don't want this show to get, you know, get in the way of my day. Mm. My, my MacBook has just packed up. So do we have a resident IT? There must be someone in IT who listens. Oh, yeah, we've got... we've got. Somebody tell me how to get it We've got working. a big it's IT just got, It's just gone off. Really? Can't even press on. Have you try plugging we, it in? So I've turned it off you and turned off it again. on and off? <laughs> has anyone got... What are the buttons I need to press? That's the... Because without that, I'm virtually naked on this program. What's the screen like? Is it just... I mean, there. I mean, there's nothing. So, I mean, everything that's... I've delivered so far. It's been completely spontaneous. Your text screen in front of you in the studio wasn't working on, earlier wasn't on. Either. That's because you haven't turned it on. That so. was because I hadn't turned it on. Yeah, it's a, it's a very good point. Okay, well, we'll, um, we'll put eight ten eighty nine. If you're in IT, yeah. if you could help me with my map, because you know, <laughs> they when I'm need in, some more information. But the thing is, right, it's all right for today. I'm in the easy chair, right? And yeah. I get now. I'm in Australia. Normally, I don't get in the, I don't get the easy chair that often. No, but in the easy chair, you can cope. Running blind, you know. I don't yeah. need any screens. I don't need anything. Just occasionally, no, just you know, just say a few in. words every. It's like Andy. Say the phone number now and exactly. again. Exactly. Don't even for, need to do that. Money for it's jam. Money it. for jam. This, but come the weekend, I'll be back in the hard chair. Yeah. I need a working laptop. You will. Okay, we've got a couple of days to sort it out. Mm. Um, so, where was I? A couple of things to run past the listeners right, uh, yes. today, um, and uh, one of them is I do love the fact that uh, Paul Mullin is uh, living with Rob McElhenney and his wife because he's not allowed to fly after the injuries picked up, to the point where Rob McElhenney is coming to uh, to the UK to right. watch Wrexham play against MK Dons at the weekend. Leaving and he's leaving, he's leaving Paul there. I don't know if the, the missus is coming as well, of course, whether she's coming with... With Rob, or and they're just sort of leaving him there, and he's and he's looking after. Maybe Rob's got he? pets. I think he's I think he's bedridden at the moment. <laughs> but he's know. having to take it quite easy, yeah. isn't he? After his uh, after it was quite a bad injury. It was so a punctured he, lung. Yeah, wasn't can't it? fly for two weeks. So, but it, 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 little did he think when Paul Mullin was sort of playing at your play, he played at Cambridge. Didn't well, he, he had a great year. We named the stand after him for a year only. Yeah. We got thirty four goals or something for us. Got us out of league. But two. there he is trundling around the pitch at, uh, at Cambridge, and then suddenly he's staying in the star and crater of it was always sunny in Philadelphia's house with a punctured lung. Yes. Do you think if you had one of those, you know, you could stop time mm. as he's as he's on through on goal against? 
against Grimsby in the last game yeah. to, to get, secure us promotion. Stops time and says, in a year and a half, you'll be in Rob McElhenney's house. And he won't be there. You'll be <laughs> house-sitting yeah. for Rob McElhenney. That's right. I mean, he, he wouldn't have known, would he? That's, no. the beauty of, that's the beauty of life is we don't know what's around we the corner. We never know what's Any around the corner. Any one of us could be staying in a Hollywood uh, superstar's house yeah. in 18 months' Seems time. Seems less likely for us. But um, anyway, who would you we'd, pick? Who would you pick, Paul, if you had to house, house sit? Right to stay in? House sit for Hanks? Uh, that would be good. You? Yeah, I imagine that's good. Right, yeah, yeah that would so. be quite nice. Could it be a business? It's sort of Airbnb. House sit for Hanks does sound like a TV show, doesn't it? It really does, doesn't it? So, um, has a football ever stayed at your house, yes. Max? Wanted but we're not looking for affairs. No, we're not. Not for one night. No, no it's not a kiss and tell situation. It's as not Glenn that kind of show. It. That's you know, no. Jim, Jim can do that one. In what circumstances did a footballer stay at your house? It's mm. as pretty open ended as that. Um, high maintenance people. Lovely story from uh, Martin Lipton in the Sun today. It, it comes via uh, Rafaela Pimenta, the fine super agent, and she talked about some of her players being quite high maintenance. And the example she gave was this one of her players I wish she would have named him I mean really I suppose he would have left wouldn't he and he's probably quite a cash cow Possibly. Whatever he, um, he had a splinter in his foot and didn't know how to get it out <laughs> so she said I had to go round to his house and perform surgery inverted commas while he was crying over a little splinter so, um, who do you reckon it was? The Not Burt Troutman Award. I don't know. I'll have to have a look at her roster. <laughs> yeah, let's have a we'll look, look at her roster. We'll have a look at Rafaela's roster and see if we can just. just uh, so, what do we want? High maintenance, just, you know. But, right, high, high maintenance, maintenance people. people. We're looking for classic examples of high maintenance moments, high maintenance people. Again, it's pretty open ended. 0371722334, uh, com forward slash H&J. You can text at 81089 or you can tweet to TSH&J. That's TSH. A-N-D-J. Coming up today, uh, we'll bring you four more live races. Still not working, Max? No. I've, I mean, I'm about to bash it on the desk, but I don't think that's what that's you're going to do. That's not good. Just kind of wiggle the sort of input I'm about. To, is I'm it trying to wiggle blow the in it, Blow oh, into that's it. A really good Blow idea, into the contacts. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he had no concept of the instrument. He was blowing into it. Um, yeah. Clarinet is better. I should have brought that in. We're going to be joined by Rupert Bell and Lizzie Kelly very shortly. It's set the scene for another afternoon's racing at Goodwood. As Max just said, slightly more glorious than it was yesterday. We're bucketing down. So um, I Don't have a toddler when it's raining. God. You've got to keep them indoors, yeah, caged. Absolutely, yeah. Like a yeah. caged animal. Yeah. <laughs> what were you I'm doing yesterday? You bit the head off a dog as soon as we left the house today. It was so... <laughs> you, took, we... you were able to t take him down the park today. Yeah, right? yeah. We took him to London Fields. Had a lovely time. Did yeah. push another. He got pushed over by a two-year-old called Pearl. And he's not wow. a pusher. And then the next kid that turned up was a bit smaller than he pushed him over. Oh, really? all the etiquette of apologising on behalf of your child. I say, I've just got free will. It's not up to me. It's Ian. Ian Rush. Has Ian a got bully. a bit of an Aussie accent? Uh, he says, ka. Oh, does he really? Yeah, yeah he really does, yeah. Wow. But he doesn't say ute yet, so we're not, we're not oh, all yeah, of yeah, yeah, got, the same. Does he say, yeah, look, no, look? <laughs> he says, yeah, mate, bro. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, Tim Campbell from The Apprentice is going to join us in the first hour as well. Uh, the great Steve Archibald joins us. Aberdeen, Spurs, Scotland, Hibs, etc. Uh, doing a couple of shows at the Edinburgh Festival. Uh, as far as we know, they are kind of footballer Q and A's. I did like the idea of rent. His one, yeah, his one man show, the two Steves. <laughs> 
side by side by Archibald. <laughs> it's comparing the careers of Sondheim and Archibald. That's uh, what we want to see. And, uh, yeah, I, I think he's talking about the old days. But Archie joins us later on. We'll talk about Harry Kane, because he's a man who left Spurs and went abroad, of course, in this case, to Barcelona. Uh, John Ketley may be looking... I don't know if he is looking for a job in uh, at Turf Moor, but there's three very interesting roles just opened up at Turf Moor. And we'll see if John's interested in any of them, as well as looking ahead to the start of the season. We're in Germany, which is quite opportune, because they're out of the Women's World Cup. And we're going to find out more about Josko Vardio. What a life. He was going to be a fishmonger. He was that close to leaving football to become a fishmonger. Imagine that close. Can get some of the, you know, I, I believe in the Saudi fishmongery business. You yeah. Get cut hundred grand a week. I think he's probably flogging sea bass. So, you know. so we'll find out more about that from a German football expert, Constantine Eckner, a little bit later <sighs> Legendary design says, hold down the control command and power buttons release once you see the Apple logo. Here we go. But will that work? We'll find out very shortly. We're here. We're, don't touch that dial. We're here with Tool Station. It's their biggest ever summer sale shop in store, online or on the app. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Four more live races for you this afternoon from Goodwood. And as always, calling them home for us, it is Rupert Bell and the former jump jockey Lizzie Kelly. Good afternoon to you both. Good, Good afternoon. afternoon. So um, we left up. Uh, we, we didn't actually find out where you were dining last night. We all like to know what the social calendar is. So um, we know that you and uh, Izzy have managed to dump Rupert for tonight. So they're going clubbing. <laughs> Oh, without granddad in tow, without granddad cramping would be their style. Exactly what you need in, uh, I don't know what Goodwood's nearest nightclub is called, Fez Goodwood or whatever it yeah. is. <laughs> but um, what's, what was on? What did you do last night, Lizzie? Where did you dine? Oh, well, we went to the Giggling Squid, um, oh, which nice. was lovely, actually. Mm-hmm. They always do really good food in the one in uh, Chichester. So, yeah, we had a lovely old time yeah, of it. But, but uh, we are staying. Um, I'm, you may have heard discussions of a place we're staying, mm-hmm. the Travel Lodge. Nice. And last night, it took a, a very interesting turn. After we came back from the Giggling Squid, I think I'd gone to bed this time, but it has been revealed mm-hmm. because I think suddenly two policemen came in with someone who may have just broken the law doing something I know not wow. but there seemed to be no room at the Chichester police station then they put him in the travel lodge <laughs> are there se- I mean are there that's always the mark of a fine establishment yeah. is it when you're cell overspill <laughs> yeah. so uh, so it's definitely a question of stay classy San Diego yeah. for the talk I mean, sport team does your room Rupert, I mean, is there like a is there a bathroom or is the toilet just next to the bed? I mean, is, it, <laughs> is, it a, is it a silver toilet? <laughs> Who's um, in the bunk above? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I'm very familiar to this sort of room, but uh, no, it's not much in it. You, it it's it's cosy. Yeah. Um, and and uh, anyway, it's we're all been staying there. So um, uh, along with other people who who've, who've but anyway, so I've been let out on bail this morning, wow. so all's well. So um, <laughs> anyway, I mean, but it would have been pretty obvious who the bloke was at breakfast. He would have been in a white paper suit, I, wouldn't he? No, you, <laughs> you, sorry, you can't get. Him. There's no breakfast. No, there's no breakfast or any. There's no facilities wow, whatsoever. Wow. So prison you is know. better. Yeah, you, 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 get, yeah. You, get, you do get some porridge. I imagine, he, I imagine he'll be complaining the fellow they brought in. <laughs> yeah, no breakfast. Well, <laughs> that is no, a human right. <laughs> well, there's no breakfast and there's no, no, no nothing. So I had to go and have a. We go. I go. I leave. 
uh, my fellow workers in the room and I go wandering the streets of Chichester for my breakfast in the morning. Oh, nice. OK. Well, fantastic. Well, let's see what happens next. Maybe they'll bring a, a gang of armed robbers in tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. Well, <laughs> you, can smuggle, do you, have, do you have to smuggle a mobile phone back in. Yeah. Put, you know, your late night interviews. Let's not even think, no. let's not even no, think no. about that. I'm sorry, yeah. everybody. Oh, yeah. I mean, in terms of the... I mean, the weather is so key for these days. I and mean, yesterday was so... I mean, July has been absolutely terrible in the, it, across the UK, hasn't it? But it makes such a difference, especially a day at the races. There must be huge relief that it is oh. pleasant today. Well, they had to actually shut down one of the bars yesterday. Yeah, they... Um that, the other one over there was shut down because it was so windy. And people, I know you were moaning about taking your child out yesterday, Max. Mm. There were people who brought their children no, racing no, yesterday, and they, they were, they, they were definitely tested. Although we did see when Paddington won, lots of children bouncing up and down, happy because Paddington was here, yeah. uh, and the horse was here, and that, and we did see a child who looked so happy to be in the pouring rain, seeing Paddington win the race. So um, you should have brought your your child uh, racing yesterday. Today, Max, you had a lovely time. Yeah, they had a like full-grown uh, Paddington yes, bear mascot walking Aiden around. Aidan O'Brien had his picture taken. With the yeah, that's I saw right. That yeah. Today. That's yeah, that's great. So we got uh, the big feature race of the afternoon is uh, the Nassau Stakes at three thirty-five. Um, how do you see this one, guys? Because the, the listeners may fancy a little yeah. friendly uh, punt in the afternoon. There's an odds-on favourite, the French horse Blue Rose Scent, but. Uh, as Lizzie's saying, you mm. probably we'd like to see Holly win it on Nashua. She won it last yeah. year, but may struggle. But that it, it is a really good race. You know, may only have five runners in it, but it's a proper contest. Fantastic. Keith says, "Hi guys, tell Rupert Ford Open Prison is not far away. You could stay there tonight. <laughs> oh, yeah. A lovely full English about so it. It's, 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 not, it's not maximum security. No, you just walk in and out. I believe. Yeah. It's one of those I mean, ones. if it was, you could have shared a nice glass of Chianti with Hannibal Lecter, couldn't you, Rupert? The pair. Of them. I don't know who's worse on the red wine, you or him. Well, he does, he does all the impressions. Wow, that's really good, isn't it? <laughs> I that's sorry, was quite sinister, <laughs> wasn't it? I hope that's what he was doing. So, um, it's what, can I just say one other thing we discovered in the Giggling Squid last night? Izzy's stepbrother was in Barbie. Was our he producer. Really? Yes. So, you know, a bit of useless information. Mm. And very, she's very proudly said that uh, her stepbrother, but, but I'm told you blink and you miss him, but oh. at least he can say he was in it. It's so on his CV. It's not Ryan Gosling then, though. I was about to start guessing. It's no, she's very disappointed that he's not Ryan Gosling, but he may be in a couple of years' time. You never know. That's right. Keep a lookout for him. Thank you, guys. We'll catch up with you later. <laughs> there we are. There's Rupert Bell and Lizzie Kelly uh, live from Goodwood. Yeah, I think you've got all the racing news you needed there. Well, I think we went through the card. We, we went got through the card. Went through a few, you know, prisons. Yeah, you know, we nearby prisons. That, though, you Using the local hotel as an overspill. What does I say? If it's, you know, if there's an open prison, it's, you know. It's the same sort of thing, isn't it? <laughs> it's really you won't go in anyone else's room, will you? Nah. <laughs> oh, that's fine. fine. Here's See, your key I, card. I, you know, I, yeah. I'll be out in two weeks. I'd be an idiot, wouldn't I? <laughs> he probably went with, he could have gone with Rupert to get breakfast round the corner and come back. Maybe it was Morgan Freeman. And that yeah. was his last name. Could be, yeah. Get busy living. Rack a Welsh poster on the wall <laughs> exactly. of Travel Lodge. So, Tim Campbell joins us from The Apprentice. He'll be popping in uh, to see us a little bit later on. High-maintenance people. Max Rushton is high-maintenance, employed a nanny for two hours a day when solo parenting. <sighs> and now he's broken his laptop, yeah. says Dom in Surrey. Is that Thank fair? You, Dom. That is, yeah, it's all accurate. <laughs> my wife went to Italy for a week, right? Yeah. It's my first week of solo parenting. Mm. And I got a babysitter for a couple of hours a day. I had quite a lot of work to do. Yeah. I don't think it's a crime. No, no, no. But I did say I was solo parenting and I had some help. 
But, you okay. know, Don't... both me and Ian were still alive when my wife got home. I was proud of myself. Good stuff. Mm. Um, so, yeah, Tim Campbell popping in. Uh, live racing for you. And uh, John Kepley joins Steve Archibald joins us later. Birthday spread. Myself versus Max, just like the old days. Oh, That's classic. all to come. We're here with our good friends at Tool Station. And uh, don't forget, it's Tool Station's biggest ever summer sale. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Good afternoon, Paul Hawksby and Max Rushton here on Talk Sport. We will still bring you a birthday spread. It, it was myself and Max back in the day that, that launched the format, Absolutely. wasn't it? Yeah, well, it really I mean, me was. and Andy did it for years, but in its current guise, yeah. I mean, we many, did it together. Many people call 2021 the, the absolute glory year yeah. of the birthday spread, and it was a very tight contest between the yeah. two of us, if I remember correctly. I mean, there was nothing in it. There was, there was yeah, absolutely I think nothing I think in your, it. I think your mind may be playing tricks on you. Charlie is making quite the burst at the moment. Yeah. He's playing I, rather I, well. No, I listen on the podcast. Yeah, and, of course. Um, uh, which I recommend. I want to download HJ Daily. Mm. And he is doing quite well, he is. isn't he? And what's, do you think you've lost your knack? What do you think it is? I don't know. He's getting under my skin. He's just, you know, uh, and he cheats. Oh, they're, they're, they're the two mates. No, of course not. Of course he really he does. does. Not that kind no, of lad. When he's not happy about it, he really gets a bit yeah. uppity doesn't he? Do I regret once playing for a draw and losing the tie break? Yeah. In the early years <laughs> when I thought I'd be really no close. No one's ever done it since. That no, was a real outlier really in the history of the birthday me, spread. There are the birthday spread completeness out there. A uh, couple of stories uh, to, in the sun uh, troubled me today. Mm. This one. Roofer Kyle Bishop, 36, caught a 5 foot 6 inch taupe shark weighing 61 pounds 9 ounces in Ilfracum. I'm thinking, not on top of a roof, surely. <laughs> I didn't see the relevance of his job. I mean, I would imagine he took a few slates down trying to wrestle that, wouldn't he, really? Uh, well, a strange thing to put... Anyway, we'll come back to the others. Because yes, because I did have a story about um, the weight of a, uh, a sea creature, but it we'll can come, wait. Yeah, well, that's, again, I think that's a tease, yeah, if ever just, there was one. Yeah. Over the next couple of nights, a lot of shows going on in um, Edinburgh at the moment, at the Edinburgh Festival. But if you want a, a night of old-school football nostalgia with a man that played for, amongst others, Aberdeen... Tottenham, Hibs, Blackburn, and indeed Scotland, then pop along to uh, Le Monde in George Street to see the great Steve Archibald. Good afternoon, Steve. Good afternoon. How are we? Good. Good thank thank you. you. Good. So I take it this will be this will be Q and A, telling stories, if you are war stories from your career. I would think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, more or less. I, it won't be Q and A. It'll be. Um, it'll be stories of, of my career from from early on at Clyde, and you know a little bit how how you have how hard you have to work and what you've got to come come um, come overcome rather uh, to get to the top, and just a little story throughout the the various stages of the yeah. of my career. I'm looking forward to it. I left out Barcelona there, strangely. I mean, but they're quite a forgettable uh, yeah. team, what, aren't they? What an adventure! <laughs> what an adventure that was for you as well to go off and, and live. And you did embrace it. You spoke the language. You started a business there. I mean, you did. You did embrace your time. You you were living there for a long time. Are you still over there, Steve? Still live there, yeah. Mm. Back here in Edinburgh, of course, to do the show uh, this evening. Um, but yeah, love it. It's a nice place to live. Beautiful food, sunshine, beach, everything. It's a nice place to live. And I'm married to a girl from there, so. Yeah. That's where I am. And Paul told me that you began a baby clothing business in Barcelona. I think I'm the only British. My mate Jeff lived in Barcelona. I think he went along to Archie Baby, it was called. Is it? Is it still going, God. Steve? No. How the oh. hell did you know that? Oh, you say that to me every time yeah. I talk to you. So how, how the hell do you remember? It was my mate, yeah, yeah. Jeff King, who used to live over in Barcelona and, and alerted right. us yeah. to it, yeah. Yes, it was called Archie Baby. Mm. And, um, and my wife did the, the, the buying for the, the clothing uh, for the shop. 
And but the, 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 there was a little key to the the name of the shop. Archie Baby is, is my Archie is my name also, mm. of course. Mm. And uh, but Archie in Catalan is like Super, like Super Baby, Archie oh, Baby. So it's a little wow. play in words. That's why we we called it that. But it was a great experience. It only lasted a bit. Two years, and then we moved moved away to play football somewhere else. So it was enjoyable. I, was gonna, I, I mean, I can't off the top of my head remember who was in the Barcelona squad of '86. But were you, were you trying to flog baby grows off to all the players? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nappies, anything I could flog, of course. <laughs> and they come up to the they come up to the opening of the shop. Yeah, it was it was amazing. We had some music musicians in there as well. The opening <laughs> of a little baby shop that nobody knew. Yeah, it was weird, but did it you, was good. Did you embrace it straight away, Steve? Kind of living overseas because there is that period. Of adaptation and not all players have gone abroad they've, they've sort of struggled they got homesick they've come back quite quickly but did it feel quite comfortable quite quickly for you yeah it did and and you know the, the sunshine helps of course because when you're when you're, you're out training in the morning and you know it's a nice morning and your body's more relaxed and, and, and the training's easier and of course having Terry Reynolds there as, as a manager was good as well because I was getting you know, a, a double whammy on information in team talks. Terry would speak it in English and then it would be translated into Spanish for the other players. Um, but it was made to feel very welcome. The Catalans made me feel welcome. Not right away, I've got to say. It was after the first goal I scored. Our first goal was, our first game away in the league was against Real Madrid. And we beat Madrid 3-0 three, three on the day and I scored there. So that I was pretty much cemented from that day in my relationship with them. Mm. So if you Barcelona fans, so it was a great experience. Yeah. So if you were sitting down with Harry Kane now, what what would you say? Go for it, mate. Go to Munich. You know, do something different. Yes, I would definitely say to Harry to go uh, because he's given his all to the club. There's no doubt about that. And anybody, any Spurs fan that says anything against Harry would not be a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. I think that he deserves it. He's scored a bundles of goals over the years, and he's not won anything, which is the the, the tragedy of the whole thing. So he gets through. Harry gets through his career whole career having done what you've done and not winning I think it'd be a tragedy because when you become a winner you become a different thing altogether and he's not a winner yet Does this feel like the right move Steve? Um, I mean look, this time next year he can go where he likes uh, and probably Bayern if it is this time next year it probably won't be Bayern so do you think it feels like mm. the right move? Yeah I think it's the right move if it's Bayern or, or you know another big club in, in Europe it's the right time for Harry for sure he's got plenty of uh, gas in the tank He's on form, he's scoring goals. He, but the, the big thing about him, for me, going abroad, is he's, he's, a, he's a gentleman. He works hard at his games, a thorough professional, helps his teammates out, works for the team and scores. Well, you can't ask any more from him. I think he's actually ideal, perfect striker and professional in the game. I really do. Mm, I, I don't disagree with you. I actually, from a Spurs perspective, I, don't, I sort of feel Postacoglu's got to build, do something new now. And if he keeps Kane for a, a year... Then he's got to build something new again in a year, and in many ways, it might. It sounds ridiculous to suggest letting someone go scored thirty or goals every year for the past decade or something is yeah. not a terrible idea. But I don't think it's a disastrous time for Tottenham if it happens. No, well, it's you know the, the fans have been building up or, or, or wanting something to win something for years. They're not happy with the club. They're not happy with Daniel, uh, Daniel Levy, the chairman. Um, this is another manager in which is, I don't know, three or four managers in the last two years. It'd be difficult to go from zero for the new manager if Harry goes. Um, or even if he doesn't go, it'd be hard to go from zero. There's not a brilliant um, quality in the squad. Not enough, I don't think, to win something. So that means Harry's going to be scoring his goals again, building a, a team again. It's a big risk for him to, to get through all of that, to try and win something where he could potentially go to a Bayern and be more or less guaranteed 
possibly to win the league and also European Cup. But he's given enough, I think, to, to Spurs, easily enough. I'm sure we're all in agreement in that, and he deserves to be a winner. That's what I think. And there's no guarantee at Spurs. That's my only thing. And I love Spurs, you know that. Mm. And um, But, you know, that's my advice to Harry. Max, are you aware of Steve's song? It was before your time, wasn't it? You aware that Steve had his own song at Tottenham in the 80s when I, he played there? I just, well, I was just... On, I was just doing some Steve Archibald research. It said yeah. song, but I, I, on the it, backup laptop I've just been given, I didn't want to put the volume up. It felt rude well, at the time. It was a British Airways advert. It right. was quite strange. What, the, 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 opera, the moment. The opera, the no, sort of, no, 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 no. Okay. It was Steve no, Archibald. It was uh, the song was He'll take more care of you, Archibald. <laughs> I've got my arms out, yeah, yeah, Archibald. Yeah. I've sung that a bit a million times. <laughs> at White arms out as well, funnily enough. It's, <laughs> It's strange, isn't it, that this advert became your song. Very odd. Yes. Yeah, but it's fantastic. I'd love to know who started it. I really yeah. would. I'd love to know. So if that guy's listening, please get in touch. I'd love to yeah. buy you yeah. yeah, a bottle of champagne. Maybe you'll be there tonight at Le Mans. That'll be good. Now, look, oh, before we let good. you go, yeah. I found two uh, shoot magazine, it could have been match or shoot, kind of those in focus um, Steve Archibald Q&As they were 13 months apart and looking at some of the things you stay in, saying them one was before the <laughs> FA Cup final replay in 81 against City because you talk about it being one of your most important games but there yeah. quite a lot happened in that 13 months and I've got three of the things that changed and I want to see if you can remember and reminisce on these 13 months apart mm -hmm. in the world of Steve Archibald at one point you were driving the Ford Cortina two-litre coupe, <laughs> which sounds like a lovely yeah. vehicle. But then 13 I mean, months yeah. later, you're into a uh, Renault Fuego. Why was that, Steve? Yes. Why was that? Because it was a sponsor can I got it for nothing. Oh, there, I, yeah, I yeah. almost thought for certain it would be that. So the free no, Renault. It was a fast, no, but it was a fast car. It was a Renault Turbo. Renault Fuego <sighs> Turbo. It was light. Oh, the, the Turbo, sir. So. Yeah, but going from training ground to... Uh, to uh, uh, our training ground down to the to the stadium in match day. Yeah. After we had a pre-match lunch, I used to race Crutzy down there. Crutzy, the fast little car as well. Oh. But the Fuego always won. Fuego always won. Oh, there we well, go. I feel like we should get Crutzy on. What a safe way to get to games, isn't yeah. it? Just hurtling down the M1, <laughs> M11. Don't tell, don't tell Keith. Going. Yeah, we'll get Crutzy on for a write a reply. See, that's true. Do now, yeah, food-wise, mm. uh, food and drink. Um, um, sometime in 1980, middle of 1980, you were dining on fillet steak and drinking Cointreau. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, 13 months later, after you've won the uh, FA Cup, you suddenly you're on the best end of lamb. Best end of lamb. The, still with a Cointreau, though, Steve. The constant in your life in that 13 months was a little drop of Cointreau. I can't imagine like you all piling into the bar, Chrissy Hewton, Max Miller, all the team, <laughs> and they're all having a pint. And they are having a little quantro in the corner. It does seem odd. No, no, but it's true. It's true. <laughs> and, and when you and you when you win things like that, then it sometimes changes you inside. And mine right. was quantro, and, and there was no stopping it. And is that? Is, I <laughs> mean, has that been the con constant in your life are you, are you, since then? Are you still a quantro man? No, I'm now a whiskey man. Oh, okay, okay. fantastic. I'm now a whiskey man. Whiskey and weekends, mate. Oh, beautiful. That's a nice way to And um, finally, this is the interesting one. Um, uh, the person you'd most like to meet, the Queen, Her Majesty the Queen, the late great Her Majesty the Queen. Uh, 13 yeah. months later, you'd gone off the Queen. You wanted to meet Muhammad Ali. <laughs> what happened? What had the Queen done in that 13 months that so upset you, Steve? Can you remember? Well, 
yeah, and I, I understood there was no chance I was ever going to meet her, so I had to change my target. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, these are all good answers. They're all good. Brilliant. Look, more. There's more of this. Um, if you're in Edinburgh and you'd like to go and see Steve in action, he's at Le Mans, 16 George Street, and um, that is tonight. And they put an extra night on Steve tomorrow as well, isn't it? Yes. Yes. Correct. So if you go to edfringe.com, the tickets are there, or you can get tickets on the night at the venue, Le Monde Hotel in George Street uh, in Edinburgh, number 16, George Street. Great to talk to you, Steve. Thank hope you, they, Steve. Hope the gigs go well. All the best. Thanks, guys. Thanks very much. All the best. Take Cheers. care. There's Steve Archibald there. Baby Grows and Quantro. Beautiful. It's the name of the show. Archie, I've told you. I told you what Steve would say. Yeah, I said exactly. he's going to say to me, "How the hell do you remember?" That? I now know. Yes. Now you've said you're going to use it. I'll use it. There's as not well. many other footballers had baby close no, shots. That's is true. It? Anyway, yeah. we're going to head back for more live racing. Poor Andre, baby grow. Do you want to yeah. go there? You don't. Do you want to go there? Oh, I'll do it for ten minutes. Okay then. Footballers that could easily, fantastically <laughs> go into the kids' clothing business. Bernard Nappy I mean, would you'd be have, the owner, wouldn't he? Dodgy owner, owner, Bernard Nappy. Rugby, you'd have one. Danny Mothercare, yeah, wouldn't no, you? Would, yeah, no, come true. on, please. Come on. It must be football. Exactly. It's not, not rugby players. Let's not ruin it. Uh, Talksport.com, text 81089, tweet TSH&J. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Yeah. Head back to Goodwood, where uh, we're about to bring you our next race of the afternoon. And Rupert Bell and Lizzie Kelly are in situ to bring us commentary. Good afternoon again, folks. Good well, afternoon. Welcome back. Have you been to uh, Galway, Lizzie? Have you ever been to the Galway Festival? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Riley, what happened now? By, well, by <laughs> reputation, it is quite, it, it's, it's, it's quite a boozy event, I understand. Oh, it's like nothing you've ever experienced. Yeah, I've always fancied um, it. Yeah, in fact, the worst part of the trip was we were there for four days and four nights, um, and we managed to make it to Dublin to the uh, uh, to the to the ferry, mm. and had mistakenly booked the fast <laughs> the fast ferry home, which was, as you can imagine, incredibly bumpy, oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, and there wasn't a spare seat to be found. It was just full of people who were, you know, just really suffering. Uh, um, well, that's an and yeah, it nightmare. was. It was but strangely, that hasn't put me awful. off of going. Otherwise, <laughs> <laughs> no, I would never put anyone off. It's an experience I've needed at least. I, I definitely thought I needed. At least five years before I returned. <laughs> <laughs> Rupert, you you've never you've never experienced Galway. I, I, no? I, I've never experienced Galway. It tends to always clash with Goodwood, and um, so I've never had the opportunity. And it's a seven-day festival. That's the thing. Mm. And Could Brazil do those last two days? Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you could oh. do it. Well, our friend, our mutual late great Andy Smart. I was saying yeah. uh, yesterday, Rupert. Andy went for the four days. I think he went a few times, but he did yeah. say once. To one of his friends, please make it stop. And for him, <laughs> for him to say that, it must be quite a heavy duty event, I would think. I uh, did uh, very heavy duty. Great racing. Um, Galway's lovely. They've really revamped it, and basically Guinness is on tap. Yeah, uh, uh, that, 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 that I think is the uh, modus operandi there. Um, whereas on here, uh, it's it's quite well. I tell you what, it's Alan a bit Brazil more sedate, is, Rupert, isn't it? Well, yeah. not when the way Alan Brazil has approached the first three days. Um, <laughs> he, he's he's been at a full gallop. Um, <laughs> so there's no two ways about it. it um, and um, I, I'm not sure where he is today because he. 
can't go into the usual box this afternoon, oh. so it may be that he's holding court he in his be. hotel. He's, but, has um, he been banned from the usual box? What's happened? There's no room for him in there today, no. or what's happened? Uh, no, the big wigs of the firm are there, and oh. I think they've basically we've all been yeah. booted oh, out just okay. in case we start behaving disgracefully. Which Alan, is, Alan can be something of a loose cannon around senior oh, yes, management. I'm aware. I'm aware. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He Probably was so as well sweaty at the Talksport Trophy. It was, it was very warm. It was very hot in there. He was sweating than anyone playing. It was quite <laughs> incredible. <laughs> a great anyway. Fantastic. Thank you, Rupert. Thank you, Lizzie. Back to the guys at three o'clock for our third race of the afternoon. You've had two yeah, winners. I've had two you? winners. Well, each way at the first one and a winner on that one. So Brilliant. That's all good, isn't it? Dan says, baby Casimir grow. Can we have that? Yes, we can. Uh, Steve Archibald we just spoke to. We had Archie Baby in Barcelona, his kid's clothing shop, and Max, it might be a nice idea if you got a bit pantastic around that. Hence Dave in uh, Manchester, Aaron Pramsey, he mm. gives us. Yes, um, Nappy Cater from Carl. I mean, lots of people yeah. said Nappy, Cissé, Mark Killian Diaper. Nappy. Mark yes. Diaper we've had from Wayne. Gareth Babygate. I think Gareth Gates was his one ex-factor. Yeah, yeah he's, really, he's, he's always not. thought Babygates would be a, a sort of toast of London name, isn't it? Hi, I'm Babygates. It yeah, would be, um, yes. Uh, yes, but uh, Phil Bibb. Thank you, Jason. Yeah. Uh, Alan Ballpaw, says John the Decorator in Warrington. Uh, you know, you probably have one there to keep the slightly <laughs> older kids quiet. Onesie Bastian Veron. That's <laughs> pretty good. Not bad, is it? Um, yeah, I'm happy to end it now. I don't mind. We Do you want to end it now? I'm listen. Um, short and sharp. Bernardo Silver Cross Pram yes. says uh, Mark. Oh, that's good. Branding is good. Now, Manchester. Isn't it? That's yeah. nice. Yo Yo Torre is another pram. Of course, that's yeah. the one that folds up and you can get in the aeroplane uh, if people are interested. Betty gives us uh, Killian and, and Nappe. Mm, thank you very much. I think, should we leave it there? Yeah. I, yeah, it's going to get... Chris you know, Swaddle. Joke. Yeah, Pram. Yeah, oh, Chris Swaddle's very yeah, good. Nice, oh, well done, yes. Yeah. The so, swaddling months are tough, aren't they? Go, what are you doing this for? Wrapping them up, and then suddenly you can just stick them in a thing and zip it much easier. The swaddling months. Yeah, you know, the early months. It's probably a long time since you swaddled one of your it's children. It's been a long... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if I've gone up to the 30-year-old now and wrapped him in a blanket so tight he couldn't <laughs> move... <laughs> Yeah, give me a good shove, hiding problem. Shove him in. Oh, I mean, I'm a long way gone. He's 16 months old, young Ian. But yeah. you know, how you forget all these wonderful moments. Oh, that's all right. part of the journey. It, 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 it mm. is indeed. You'll laugh when he's 25 and yeah, drinks you under the table. Yeah. Um, it is uh, Paul Hawksby and Max Rushton here on TalkSport. In the next half hour, we're going to find a job for a Burnley fan, John Ketley, at uh, Turf Moor. Three very interesting roles uh, are being advertised oh, yeah. by the club. Yeah. Does John fancy any of them? They're all quite different sort of jobs. We'll find out and talk a bit of Burnley. And uh, we're in Germany as well, where the women have been knocked out of the World Cup. And, of course, uh, Josko Vardio was on his way to City from Leipzig, the Croatian defender. Quite the player. Um, we'll find out a bit more about him, how he nearly left football through lack of opportunities at home in Croatia. Uh, Konstantin Ekner joins us to tell us more about that. We're here with Toolstation. It's Toolstation's biggest ever summer sale. Shop in store, online or on the app. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hold that, please. Level five, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to Ertzen the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to Ertzen the Channelized Bimbingus of the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chattel sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? 
For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hawksby, Max Rushton here on TalkSport. Back to uh, Goodwood at three o'clock for our third race of the afternoon. But a little news story in one of the papers uh, led us to check out the situations vacant at Burnley FC. I mean, it's something I check most mornings. (laughs) I'm sure it is. It's the first thing you do. Keys, Keys, mobile phone. phone, uh, Burnley jobs, have a look at Twitter. That's it, the first thing you do. But yeah, they've got three very different roles uh, uh, available at the moment and we thought who do we know might be I mean look on the off chance might be who would love to man who loves the club mm-hmm. would maybe Alistair get, Campbell probably a bit busy at the moment yeah I he? mean I'm not suggesting for a moment that our next guest is the weather we've had I imagine Absolutely. he's been incredibly of busy course, yeah. the, um, but uh, we thought we would turn to John Kettle, yes, weatherman, Burnley fan. Good afternoon, John. Uh, good afternoon to you, lads. You're absolutely right. I'm far too busy to take on other work. Yeah, well, look, <laughs> on the off chance that this this might tempt you, you might turn your back on weather. You could, uh, the weather might stop, John. You have to find something else. Yeah. Oh, it, it'll never stop. Not in this country. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, let me tell you the jobs that are going. Go on, We're yeah. going to talk a bit of Burnley in the Premier League shortly and all that. Um, but, there's, I mean, three jobs. The first one is a character mascot. Mm. They are, and let me tell you what the role is, according to uh, the Burnley website. An exciting opportunity has become available for an enthusiastic character mascot at a pivotal time of transition and change for Burnley Football Club. <laughs> from going from long ball to playing tick-a-tack. Yeah, that's it. changing. The, it's a pivotal moment for the it's mascot. It's a pivotal moment for the mascot. What your expectations will be, John, are these. You've got to contribute <laughs> to a lively match day atmosphere. Well, I'd like to think you do that anyway when you go yeah you uh, contribute to creating a a, um, rememberable that's an interesting word one of Stuart's match day experience for our supporters Uh, you have to have the ability to engage others blimey you're on the telly giving the weather for about 30 years you can definitely (laughs) do that you've got to have a flexible approach to work um, and so that's the job, match day mascot, John. Is, it, well, is, is, yeah, is that of interest? They've already got Bertie B, haven't they? He's mm. the, the main mascot, and now they've got Bella B, I think. <laughs> so I wonder you, what this is. What This will be know. the third B. Right? I was wondering, John, if it was, if if the mascot was actually a sort of a, a, a toy or whatever you call it, sort of a big fluffy John Ketley. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Ketters. Right. Ketters. Be called Ketters. called Ketters. Well, I haven't been measured up for this yet. <laughs> well, well, that's the thing. And people will be amazed because when you took your big head off, it would be you underneath, <laughs> sort of like a Burnley babushka doll. Yeah, well, that's well, a, let me just tell you, because, because of my reputation sometimes for getting the weather wrong, especially at Burnley, where it's so tricky, of course, mm. um, I would never take the hot... <laughs> I'd never, never take, take the head, the head off. off. Okay. <laughs> They'd never recognise me ever, and I'm not sure that's really for me. Um, no, I mean I'll, I'll give it some thought, but uh, okay. what, can you give me your alternatives? Uh, well, the two course. alternatives are: this is the one that's been getting a bit of traction in the press, stretcher bearer. Mm. Oh, good. They're looking for a stretcher bearer. 
They say the salary is competitive. I don't know how competitive that particular area of work is. It's a dog-eat-dog world financially in the world of stretcher bearing. An exciting opportunity has become available for a stretcher bearer. A pivotal time of transition and change for Burnley it's Football also Club. pivotal for the stretcher yeah. bearers, right. Basically, you'll be carrying heavier players because they eat better and they have a lot more yeah. money. Right. Is, this, is this something to do with Vincent Company's ideas coming <laughs> from Belgium? No idea. Maybe it's already taken off in Europe, uh, in Belgium, but uh, I'm not sure. Uh, uh, Sean Dice wouldn't have had stretcher bearers. No, He'd just say, get yeah, off. He, just, he, he just, would just roll them over. Yeah. He would just the roll line. them off the... Get <laughs> off, get off. Come back in 20 minutes. You'd be joining, John. You'd be joining... Joining a member of the pool of stretcher bearers. Yeah. It sounds a bit Masonic, doesn't it? It does. Um, you'd be yeah. liaising with the safety and medical teams. Yeah. Um, and there would be stretcher bearer procedures and emergency procedures you'd have to learn. But yeah. full-time stretcher bearer, I mean... Well, I, I think mean, you could have a good seat at the, uh, the touchline, wouldn't yeah, you? You'd, you'd get a good view. Yeah, you would. You would. Yeah. It's like a free season ticket. But you've got to be like Linford Christie. Be of the bang, John. You've got to go, you know, yeah. when... Uh, yeah. I was going to say when Ashley Barnes is down, but he's, he's gone, gone Norwich, now. Yeah, he's yeah. gone to Norwich, so, yeah. So, you know, yeah. Pick and choose another Burnley player. Yeah, yeah. Can't, I'm afraid I'm out. <laughs> well, look, we'll park that one, John. The third yeah. job on, on offer, which has troubled myself and Max, it says security, of, security officer, brackets casual. Mm. And I'm thinking, casual. the last thing I want my security officer to be <laughs> is casual about security. Well, it's a pivotal moment, of course. But well, well, it is. Let's find out if they've said that, because this is the role then. An exciting yeah. opportunity has become available for a friendly, confident and courtesy security officer. Here we go. Yeah. At a pivotal time of transition and change for Burnley Football Club. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can't have too many security officers, but I think they need to be a bit more than casual. Yes. Especially now, now, now that we're back in the Premier League, it could be quite a busy season. No, <laughs> but, that is very true. Yeah. So yeah. It, is, it is a shorter season than last year, of course, so they wouldn't need to pay them as much, would they? Yeah, no. that's true. <laughs> no, I mean, the, you know, in the Championship, if you are a stretcher bearer or a you know, security guy, you've got Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, it's Tuesday. It's time, different yeah. in the Premier All the time. You don't, have the, you don't have the Carabao Cup whatever it's called you don't have the first round of that do you so yeah you know they'd be redundant half the season wouldn't they but um, no so, I, I'm not I'm not sure I'm tempted at the moment lads okay. I think what, what, are there any payments involved in this well they've not gone into money it's competitive, competitive is all I can tell you yeah, competitive yeah. and pivotal we'll right. leave them with you can be a mascot you can be a stretcher bearer you can be a casual security officer yeah. so. well I'm going to give it a bit of thought because yeah. we've still got a week to go before the Man City match we right. have the window oh. closes presumably that's when you have to have decided to take one of these jobs by yeah. the 1st of September <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> it 11 o'clock fantastic John before we let you go Burnley I see Andros Townsend close to signing Andros yeah. do a job for you that's quite exciting yeah. you've got a very confident young keeper who's just gone off and won international honours uh, for England so you're quite yeah. excited well I, I'm amazed about, uh, about all these signings because I didn't think we had enough lockers yeah. uh, but <laughs> um, <laughs> he's, he's getting players every day it seems isn't mm. he he's got people on loan I know but he's getting so many players in I don't know how many we're losing but uh, Ashley Barnes of course as you've mentioned already he's gone and there'll be one or two others as well but um, on the whole it's certainly strengthening this squad and I'm, I'm very, I was mentioning this I think to Max some weeks ago that, that we might finish in the top 10 I, I'd still Ooh. be quite confident that we if we finish 10th um, I think that would be a very very good season of course we need to get off to a good start and I was saying that before I saw the fixture list the first match against Man City mm. next Friday is not the most encouraging and then of course we've lost the second game because we should have been playing at Luton and I don't think they're ready, are they? So um, No, not quite yet. No, so we'll probably be on naught or something after three games. <laughs> uh, no, I think um, I think with this squad and strengthening the squad and the people that uh, Vincent Company knows and the nous that he's got, I think we could well finish mid-table and be yeah, very happy with that.
Brilliant. Uh, John, good to talk Thank to you. John. We'll have catch Pleasure. up during the season. Thanks very much. Cheers. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Now, I did promise you news of the weight of an animal, didn't I, about an hour ago? You and did, I suspect, yeah. Well, I'm sure a lot of people just, have stayed tuned well, they've in. stayed in their car and not gone into B&Q mm. just to find out about yeah, this. Exactly. what fossil hunters say. Um, a huge whale that lived 39 million years ago could be the heaviest creature ever. Wow. The mega mammal was up to 340 tonnes, three times more than the blue whale in London's Natural History Museum. Um, Dr Ellie Anson of State Museum of Natural History in Stuttgart mm. said P. Colossus, which was their name, P. P. Colossus. Is that the initial name. P? P, yeah. Peter Colossus. Peter Colossus. Yeah, of course it was. <laughs> Pete. And Pete to his mouth. Big Pete. Big they used Pete to call Colossus. him Big, Big Pete. Yeah. Go and ask Big Pete. He's 340 tons. Yeah. We estimate the new species specimen to have been 17 to 20 metres long, mm. 56 to 66 feet, and um, there, there we go. Blue whale can reach 30 metres. It's quite a sort of squat, big, fat thing, yeah. I guess. Um uh, anyway, I've done some. To, so I've done some footballers' research. If yeah. you want, uh, that is, it would be three thousand three hundred thirty-three Adebayo and Fenwas. Right. Uh, Four thousand eight hundred fifty-seven Oliver Skips. Just to say, because you only understand Tottenham Paul. Yeah, of course. So, any players outside of that, yeah, I'll give you a thousand yards there. Yeah, yeah, five thousand yeah. and seventy-four David Silvers. So there we are. Wow, OK. Yeah. Well, that I think that kind of puts it into perspective. Gives you some perspective. It does. It's like the sort of London bus version of, you know, I didn't do London buses, but there you are. That's How long do you want to live, Paul? Um, well, after this show, I don't know. All bet, <laughs> I think all bets are off. John Humphreys says he plans to live until he's 124. How's he going to do that? He, um, he's on a diet of 22 different healthy foods a day, he says. Is it worth it? Yeah, is it worth it? He's had a great, he's had a great life, John. He's not that, what is he now? He turns 80 70s? on the 17th of August. Does he want another 44 years? I reckon when you get to 80, you do want a few more. Yeah. Um, it's my guess. Mm. I think it's different from when you're 16, you say, you know. Yeah. Anyway, 124, that's what he wants. Um, uh, my day will end with a large orange. Will it? <laughs> <laughs> what, be hurt on the head with it? I think fall that's out every, of a tree. Every day ends, not like my life. Oh, okay. Will end Sorry, I thought, I thought he, he had a premonition of the way he was going to go, <laughs> exactly. taken out by a large I'd orange. I've seen it. I'm 124. I'm not as quick as I used to be. I can see the orange falling out of the tree. It's yeah. sort of like a, it's, it's a sort of twist on Sir Isaac Newton, isn't it? It's yeah. Discover, you know, discovering gravity. I think it's the way we'd all like to go. We'd yeah. be taken out by a large <laughs> yeah, orange. Absolutely right. Bing. They'd say that was an absolute jaffa, wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't they? they? There we they are. They definitely would. Yeah. Now, we asked you earlier on, Martin Lipton said that uh, Rafaela Pimenta, the top agent, she's the super agent who took over the late uh, Mina Raiola's business. Right, she okay. she worked with Mina Raiola. She now runs that business. So she's got some big hitters. And uh, she talked about how high maintenance some of her players can be. And she said one of her players had a, spin, a splinter in his foot and didn't know how to get it out. So she had to go around to the house and perform what she called surgery, inverted commas, in a rather mocking way, understandably, while he was crying over a little splinter. They so can let's look, be sore, though. Let's we? look at some of the players that she has. Right. I mean, we're not, we don't know. We we're don't just know. looking at no, some no. of the likely suspects that she's talking about. We're okay. not saying it's them. Yeah. We're just saying these are some of her clients. Yeah, we'll put them into different categories of definitely not, possible, and almost certainly. Uh, Erling Erling Haaland. I think he's okay with it. I reckon he he would, you know, he runs through brick walls, doesn't he? If he runs through brick walls... I think he's got baby soft feet. I've never seen the soles of his feet, but I I think he's got quite soft feet. Okay. Um, So he's a possible... I'm not ruling him out. out He's going in the left column. Soft little tiny feet. Um, Marco Verratti is not here. It's not Marco Verratti. I mean, I'd be shocked if it was. I mean, he'd be silly about this. He'd lose the hard man image, wouldn't he, yeah. if, it, if it was? Okay, it's a hard no one, Verratti. Uh, Paul Pogba. Mm, 
I sort of got other injuries to worry about generally. Yeah, Pogba. I mean, so I say no. He did, he's his last Henrik Mkhitaryan. Did you see him crying over a splinter? Mm. Are you putting him in the possibles? Um, he's a possible Mkhitaryan, yeah. Okay, who else we got? Let's have a look at some else uh, they got on their list. Um, Alphonse Areola, the goalkeeper. Yeah, absolute shoo-in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good, he's soft as anything. We're going with him, actually, yeah. are we? Yeah. Sorry, Alphonse. Bad luck, Alphonse. We're putting it down to you. You'd have to test it, wouldn't you? You'd have to sort of make them sit on... When you did, like, you know, a sit-down interview, one-to-one on Sky, Yeah. you'd ask you'd ask Jeff Shrees to bring, like, a splintered wooden bench. So do you mind sitting on this? Yeah. And then we could find out. Yeah, we which could. One it, which she looks one after managers be. as well, okay. including Martin Yole, the great Martin no, Yole. Martin Yole would eat splinters for breakfast. He'd bite out of his yeah. own foot, wouldn't yeah. he, if he had that kind of... <laughs> Flexibility. So okay. Well, we've, we're basically we think it was Alfonso Areola, but we have no evidence of it. Yeah. And if it's if he's listening, it's just a bit of fun. Not entirely sporting based, but a zombie worm frozen in the Siberian permafrost for yeah. forty six thousand. At this years. point, I'd normally say, to Andy, you are," but <laughs> I won't do that to you because it's childish. Older than John Humphreys, permafrost for forty six thousand years wow. has been woken up with, and by has, a giant orange, <laughs> and they started having babies. Boffins brought him back to life by slowly warming it up. So, you know, that's what you can do with Andy in, yeah. in a few years. Stunned when it began having hundreds of babies without a mate before dying. God. Wow, what a way to go. I know, exactly. He'd been asleep for that long. Up, yeah. Give birth, die, blimey. There you go. That's what life is. It's basically life. It's a lesson for life. It's just slightly delayed with the permafrost. There was another story today, Max, that confused me. The yep. headline was 27,000 in race to join NHS dentists. I'm thinking, <laughs> that's an odd way to decide, isn't it? Don't you think, just to make it a race? I mean, I need an NHS dentist. So you're saying that Somalian sprinter from yesterday has got no chance of, <laughs> of getting root canal. I wouldn't aren't think you? so. Poor thing. But then I think it was a race again. I think it was basically 20, 27,000 people who'd applied when they said they were looking for NHS clients. But, oh, I, but I thought a foot race was a bit of an unfair way to do it. Because really, the people who win Park Run are likely to be the healthiest. Exactly. You know, so that really, was it's, my it's completely unfair. But in many ways, sort of, basically, it's eugenics, is what you're talking yeah, about there. Isn't I it? know. It's quite worrying. And isn't really, it? that's not a, you know, that's no. not what this radio station about well we are home of the EFL we're not the home of eugenics I'd like <laughs> I don't to point believe out. we are now another t- news story today holidaymakers were told fresh uh, f- sorry I can't even speak holidaymakers face fresh misery after pints at Weatherspoon's uh, airport pubs went over seven pounds wow. for the first time oh, I'm not this is airport. a dark day I'm not an airport pint man are you put the black armbands on well it depends what company I'm in um, really if it, if okay it's, if, it's if, it's called, if it's quarter six on a stag or a gentleman's you have no choice. There's peer pressure. No, I have the willpower to say, I don't care. Okay. Not for me. Fair enough. I have the whole of the party stand at Headingley singing, I've never seen Max Rushton down a pint. Really? And I pointedly <laughs> refused all day. Yeah. Kept taking the pint to my mouth and they'd go, ooh. Then I'd just have a sip and put it down. They'd boo. Well, you've seen me and my youngest son at Edgbaston. You yeah, know that very we, well don't, oiled, yeah. we don't partake. No. Uh, but the point is, that they said it's gone over seven pounds for the first time. But the point, the pint they're talking about mm-hmm. is the Lefe Blonde. Oh, that's expensive which would one not, anyway. That's not a breakfast pint, is it? The Lefe <laughs> Blonde. No, it really isn't. You don't want to be on. That Save weekend, that for, no, that's where not a every, session. Where is everybody it? starts. It's not a another cooking. one. I'll have another lever, please. It's yeah. not a cooking lager. We got isn't. fifteen minutes, so they call us. Let's have another <laughs> lefe. It's half blonde. time, and I have two yeah, lefe. It's gone up to a whopping seven pound wow. ten. Wow. The a, a quite strong continental lager. Uh, okay, well, just some of the breaking yeah. news. We're oh, bringing got, you just finding Nazi raccoons are on the warpath in Belgium. <laughs> <laughs> any more? That's a punk band, isn't it? Yeah, they are. Anyway, so look, watch out for them. Yeah. If you're in, uh, if you're in Leuven. 
Um, yeah, or well, I think we'll leave it there. Yeah, I think not? we've covered. I think we've covered most of the bases. I believe uh, so. The EFL kicks off at the weekend. I knew they were sort of uh, alt right, but I didn't know they were yeah full Nazi. But um, just a couple. Of, we were asking about did Steve Archibald join us earlier on. Steve had a kids' clothes shop called Archie Baby in Barcelona, and you got a bit puntastic on uh, on various. Did we had Remy Moses basket? That was I think a good we one, did. wasn't it? Um, our old mate, the Sultan Tom Marshall, gives us Papu Cisse. And we just clear these up, just a little bit of uh, hoovering up, and a couple from the Talksport listeners. Um, where are we? Uh, Talcum Benaim from Martin in Maidenhead. Not bad. Brian Kidd, that's very Route One. Steve mm, the is. villain. That's As quite is good. Nanny from Neil in Waltham Abbey. That is also. And Anthony Cassidy went Ian Rusk. Ah, lovely. Dun. Ian Rusk. Ian Rusk. Yeah. yeah. So thanks for all of those. We've exhausted those. The moose up next. We'll have a birthday spread. We've still got one more live race to squeeze in. Uh, I think we're going to be joined by uh, uh, Darren Bent or Gabby Agbonhall, who's going to tell us what's coming up at four in Drive. But we're here with Tool Station. And it's Tool Station's biggest ever summer sale. Shop in store, online, or on the app. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Um, guys, thank you very much. Thank you. We'll catch up with you thank tomorrow. You. Uh, uh, Lizzie, have a good night without uh, Rupert. You and Izzy <laughs> enjoy the, the night spots of Goodwood. Rupert, really no mates. Stay out of prison. Yeah, yeah just try and stay yeah. out of prison. Go and make a friend in the in the cell. Sorry, room di- just along the corridor. <laughs> uh, I'm planning to do that in about 10 minutes. <laughs> Cheers, Rupert. Thanks very thank much. Uh, Rupert Bell and Lizzie Kelly back tomorrow for more live racing from Goodwood. But we've got the birthday spread. You yeah. know how it works. Yeah, I ten do. birthdays. Andy's come up with the ten birthdays. People this week, we don't know. We may know some of these people, but we'd still be guessing their ages. Um, in most cases, we won't know who they are. Andy's got a little funny, a little funny attached to each one. Uh, good afternoon, Andy. Good afternoon, boys. Uh, yeah, Max is back to play the game. It's been yeah. a while since yeah. we've it's taken the match they all like. There, it's, it's the original. It you could say the original. The, the original and the best. It's mm. the way you look at it. I don't know. Uh, Jeff Peters keeps score. Hello, Jeff. There he is. No, Fantastic. Just, just back from the Women's World Cup. <laughs> yes, yes. It's Your like... telly porter. <clears throat> A slight delay on on the, on the line there from the nerve centre. Listen, it's fascinating because this is Max's first official spread since July last year. Wow. The overall scores uh, in this element is Paul 27, mm. Max 7, although Paul has lost <laughs> his last four to Charlie. Yeah. So, Max, this form. could be right. a good time... Uh, to play, Paul. Is this is this kind of quiz that you have in Australia? I mean, do you have quizzes in do Australia, Davies? No. <laughs> <laughs> We've never had one before, but I might bring them. I could, I could, yeah. uh, I could import them, couldn't I? Max, I'll give you the choice. You want to start or go second? Oh, you can go first. I don't okay, mind. I'll kick off then. Uh, here we are. Pele and Sergio Mendes always help us out with the music. Okay, here we go with the comedian and broadcaster presented Cratch, cratch Phrase. Cratch Phrase. Cratch Phrase. Cratch Phrase. Cratch from, uh, phrase. Bob great, Cratch Phrase. Yeah. <laughs> For many years, Roy Walker. Oh, Roy yeah, Walker. good old Roy. Yeah. He was a captain of a charity showbiz rugby team I played in and unsurprisingly picked a former England fly half over an Arsenal and England legendary striker. He said, it's good, but it's not right. Oh, okay. not so bad. Yeah, it's good, good. Harold's okay. Roy now. He's got to be getting on, hasn't he, with respect to Roy. 83, I'm going to go. Uh, I've written 81. He's 83. Oh, wow. There we go. So See, we might as well stop now. <laughs> no, just, a, just a lucky start. A kind of a baker opening gambit. So what's that done to the scores, Jeff? I've got the stats in front of me. Say what you see. It's Paul Nilbax too. Okay. I thought he might go down a Mr Chips Keswick line there. Oh, yeah, that, that's Walker. not a bad idea, Mr well, Chips Keswick. Year, worth remembering for next year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, it's the tennis player and former world number one, Victoria Azarenka. Oh, yeah. Victoria Azarenka. 
We were on one of the outside courts at Wimbledon when it started to bucket down. I was the only one with an umbrella, so I was worried she'd get soaked. But someone said, it's okay, Victoria Azarenko. <laughs> really good. That's pretty Azare- good. How was that? Azare- Azarenko's good Azare- Azare- Azarenko, yeah. Uh, 30, oh, 35. <laughs> yeah, she's probably around that, I would have said. 33. Andy. Oh, as Max gets 35. 35. 35 and 33. 34. Oh, so, oh, okay. Yeah, Split the difference. Uh, so what's the scores, Jeff? Nice and easy for you. Yeah, great start. Both one out, so it's Paul one, Max three. Back to me, then we alternate, of course. Hope you're playing along at home. Tell us how you're getting on. Next one. Okay, it's another tennis player. It's the seven-time British national singles champion, Joe Dury. Joe Dury. Dury. And at one time, she asked me to uh, coach her. I said, I'm only prepared to work on your ground strokes. I refuse to do jury service. Hey. Oh, very good. Well, she must be about... 55, I'm going to go Joe Ooh, Jury, 55. I, mean, I think she's older than that. Go a good 15 years on that. Well, you go. could be right. But I'll I don't think she's that old. 60. She's 63. Is she really? Well, OK, mm. fair enough. She's obviously using the old oil of you lamp. She looked remarkably young on the telly when I saw her. Or maybe it was some <laughs> old footage. Um, so what's that down to the scores? Max takes the lead. He's three out, moves on to six. Paul, eight out, on to nine. Oh, OK. Fantastic. Okay, it's mm. the interior designer, writer, and she appeared on Dragon's Den, Kelly Hoppen. Oh, Kelly, Kelly Hoppen, Hoppen, yeah, Kelly Hoppen. She's just recorded one of Van Halen's biggest hits, <laughs> Spurs' <laughs> promising young England midfielder. Mm. Yes, it's Hoppen, skip and jump. Yeah, ah. Definitely, uh, definitely, 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 definitely. Uh, no. <laughs> Not a tricky all. one, a tricky one, isn't it? I refute I think that. Kelly Hoppen. Brand new. I think... <laughs> tricky i reckon she is 60 59 64 oh okay well fair enough so what's that done this coattails there from yeah well, I, I mean you were a re- you were in the ballpark oh, i could tell fair. i was I'm, a, I'm aware of her work so you're a born winner so i know what you're doing, <laughs> you know what you're doing. <laughs> scores jeff paul five out onto 14 max four out onto 10 Ooh. nip and tuck okay. um back to me nice. then take us into half time and okay, it's the TV presenter Donna Air. Donna oh, yeah, Donna Air. Air, yeah. And she's just brought out a new range of basketball shoes designed in the Middle Eastern city <laughs> of Amman. They're called Air Jordans. Yeah, yes, of course. She's probably Come on. Come on, no, please. What is she? <laughs> no, that's new. Oh, is it? Uh, she, yeah. she must be about 51 now, 51. I've done. She's got to be a bit older than me, but yeah. not much. So, yeah, I'll go 48. 44. Oh, I'm sorry, oh, Donna. Sorry, Donna. I'm sorry, Donna. I'm sorry, it's not Donna. nice, is it? It's the same age as me. A lot of Geordie invective yeah. heading our way, I exactly. think, after that. Um, so that's very poor from me. I'm not a great half. I've started well, I've fallen away. What are the halftime scores, Jeff? Paul, seven out onto 21. Max, four out onto 14. Seven in it at the halfway stage. Max, incredibly, is in the lead. Do let us know how you're doing. Uh, probably better than us. Um, talksport.com forward slash H&J. Text to 81089. Tweet to TSH&J. Uh, the second half coming up very shortly. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. We brought you the first half of the birthday spread. The scores are 14 to Max, 21 to me. It's a small margin of error that we're looking to build, which means Max is seven in the lead. He's going to 
kick things off in the second half. And uh, Andy Jacobs, of course, uh, has the gags and the birthdays. Andy. Yes, and we get underway with an old birthday spread favourite. It's the tennis player, Harriet Dart. Oh, yeah. And her family, you know, they used to drink at a pub in Perfleet. I always enjoyed the darts at the circus. There we are. Okay, this is a worry now, because you know who Harriet Dart is, and I don't. Oh, you know Harriet Dart. I don't know Harriet Dart. Okay, all right then. When did she play? I can't really tell you that. That's the whole point of the game. (laughs) Harriet Dart is 78. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. That's an absolute disaster. Is she young? young? I should know. I'm going to go about 20... (laughs) 20... 26. 27. 27. Now, uh, Jeff's had to take his shoes and socks off hurriedly to try and work this out. So, Jeff, where are we at? That's such a blow. Oh, no. Why have I not been focused on tennis? You're going to need snookers. She first appeared, Harriet... Back yeah. in two years ago, so when you would stand up practice. if you love the darts, that's the gag yeah. he normally does uh, every year. Was I playing? I've already done a Harriet dart. So, oh. what's that done to the scores, Jeff? Uh, well, Paul, you're one out, so you move on to 22. <laughs> yeah. Max, well, is, is there any point? Max <laughs> no. is 51 out, oh, okay. so he <laughs> moves on <laughs> to. 65. I've met Harriet Dart many, many oh, times. Sorry, Harriet. Last time I, oh, I was going on and on. She just fell asleep. I could see Dart board. Oh, goodness. Oh, wow. Okay, see, Jeff. Killed That's it not now. a topper, is it? Uh, okay. What's the opposite Look, we'll of keep topper. going. We'll keep going. But that is an absolute disaster for Max. Charlie Listen, will I've be laughing. I've given the listeners what they want. You have. Let's face it. 65 22. Let's see what happens. I'll lead us off. I could God have a sake. blowout myself. Well, I could have a blowout on the chicane. Yeah, here we on. go. Come on, Andy. Do some shockers here. Okay. It's the cricketer, Stuart Lampett. Stuart Lampett. <sighs> see? And like a lot of cricketers, Stuart used to love the pre match football kickabout. But he wasn't very good. He just used to boot the ball over the <laughs> side screen. He was known as Stuart Lumpett. I don't know Stuart Lampitt. Should I know Andy? Should I know Stuart Lampitt? Well, I knew him. I'd heard of him. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm going to go... I might go volatile here, which could give you an in if you go the other way. I'm going to say 64. I think Stuart Lampitt's about... Aren't you, uh, surely, 48. <laughs> 57. Oh, OK. I mean, that's take the risk, I thought I? you might have gone, like, 29. It no, was Butch no, and Sundance. No, I knew. I sort of had a vague idea. <laughs> OK. Sorry, Stuart, if you're listening. Uh, what's, what's that done to the scores? It's 74 to Max, 29 to Paul. OK. <laughs> Come on, Max. It can still no, be no, done. No, I believe, I believe. Oh, that's good. You're <laughs> not like Charlie would have left by now. No, I Charlie would have gone. Different players, aren't they? Stuff all around the studio. You'd have got annoyed with me for laughing. Yeah, you would have. You can laugh. I mean, what's the point? Yeah, well, the only one that is. Yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> anyway, it's nice to have uh, a bit of laughter in this section, <laughs> oh, isn't it? Yeah, tremendous, yeah, really. Okay. We'll remember the day <laughs> yeah. we laughed during the spray. Yeah, that was it. When Max went for 150 years. August the 3rd, 2023, Harriet, finally. Harriet Dart, same age as John Humphreys. <laughs> right, what's next? <laughs> it's the film producer, Sherry Lansing. Sherry Lansing. Yeah. And uh, she was very helpful to me when I was giving the former Chelsea midfielder, Johnny Boyle, some. After career advice, wow. he wanted to be a Hollywood actor, so I knew Boyle needed Lansing. Nice. Sherry Lansing <laughs> is... And you can't do that for every one of Andy's yeah. gags. Uh, Sherry Lansing is 72. 66. Oh, 79. Oh, OK. He's, he's, he's chipped away oh, there. What's, the door's what's open. Done? What's that done? So 13 out, you on that one there, Paul. So on to 42, Max 7 out, on to 81. So 39 in it, two to go. Game on. It's it's doable, two to go. Here we go. Okay, it's the writer of Men Behaving Badly, Simon Nye. Uh, Nye. The child prodigy. 
Yes, yeah. <laughs> Simon, actually, I play cricket with him. He's a very good bowler, but quite difficult to captain. I wanted him to bowl into the wind, but he insisted on switching. He said, this end is nigh. Oh, uh, yes. Um, 57. Yeah. Uh, he's 63. <laughs> That's ridiculous. There are only five that have appeared before. <laughs> 57 to 63. They're the two guesses, Andy. 65. Okay, oh, okay we've chipped away. away. Chipped away again. So what's that done, Jeff? Yeah, the gap has closed from that mm. terrible mm. 29.74. It is now 50 to Paul, 83 to Max, 33 in it. One to go, game on. So you need a 34-swing <laughs> guess, okay. Max, and I'll lead us off. Here we go, final birthday. Okay, it's the cricket umpire, Mervyn Kitchen. Oh, yeah. Kitchen. I mean, it can't be someone we've heard of, man. In the 10th <laughs> birthday, it's got to be yeah. Baroness Kumquat. Delala or someone, you know. <laughs> it's not her birthday this week. I've oh, got a topper for that. Yeah. Yes. I, I can do Dame Barbara Stocking if you want. She better. Do you want to do Brain Barbara Stocking? I don't, want, I don't want your pity here, no. Paul. I want Mervyn Kitchen. You want Mervyn yeah. Kitchen. You want Mervyn Kitchen. And if he's 20 of these a day, Paul, you're, I'm letting you know. You're not doing the Jonah Lewis again, are you, Andy? No, I'm not actually. Okay, no. right. I tried enough. to change the jokes. Right. He came to me because really? I know Mervyn. He came to me for a suit Did he? when I was in menswear. But I didn't have anything in his size. He tried on virtually everything we had, but there was nothing in the shop that fitted kitchen. Oh, fitted kitchen. Six, clickety-click, 66, Merv Kitchen. 100. <laughs> 83. Oh. oh. I didn't think it was that. I should have gone a bit older. So, in the end, it was relatively respectable, Jeff, wasn't it? Still working out. 16, We all know time difference is the real quiz. Yeah. Uh, so, you're, you're both 17 out <laughs> mm, on okay. that one. So, it's finished Paul 67, Max 100. It's Paul 28, Max oh, 7. You're a bit ring rusty, aren't you? Well, apart from Harriet Dart, I was in this game. You were. Yeah. yeah maybe I, yeah. I took my foot off the gas, though. Do you know what I mean? No, you didn't. <laughs> well, Max, lovely to see you it's again. It's really nice to see you back in a year. Um, you're back. You're back on Saturday. I am back on Saturday. Yes, with Charlie. Yeah, All the build-up to, to the EFL. All of that stuff. Fantastic. Um, thanks for your company this afternoon. We'll have more live. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, uh, Bill Mars, and uh, Andy, I'll, Andy. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, lovely. Live Cheers, racing mate. a lot of clips of the week because it's not been on for a good couple of weeks. So we should have some good stuff for you and all the regular Friday stuff. Do hope you can join us uh, tomorrow. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. Uh, I'm back tomorrow with Andy Charlie. Uh, he's, no, he's not back with you Saturday, is he, Matt? I hope so. Is he? Yes. Oh, okay. So. Is he back on Saturday? Oh, he is back. Yeah, the producer of that show has confirmed he is. 10 o'clock Saturday morning. Yeah. Brilliant. The EFL begins. Oh, that'd be great. Oh, yeah, all the build-up to that. Sensational. And you'll have a game to look back on, won't you? We will, Should yeah. Oh, I've got to watch. You've got to start watching football. To, oh, yeah. Oh, it's the I last thing you want to do. No, I know. Anyway, um, yeah, myself and Andy tomorrow, um, Stan Collymore, etc. Busy show as always. Clips of the week. Do hope you can join us. And more live racing. Until then, thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Hold that, please. Level 5, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to Ertz in the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to Ertz in the Channelized Bing Bingus at the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chattel sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how.